You're listening to Buddha's Bar and Grill, the only podcast with a two-drink minimum. I was born by the river In a little tent And oh, just like that river I've been running Ever since It's been a long, long time coming But I know a change gonna come Oh, yes it will It's been too hard living But I'm afraid to die Hey everyone, it's Buddha. It is uh, January the 14th and the first Bar and Grill podcast for the 2009. Um, we're going to refer to it as the 2009 from now on too. You'll have to forgive me. I am hopped up on a Molotov cocktail of different meds. As you can tell by the sound of my voice, I've caught one hell of a cold and I've had this thing for a week now, so it's just worn the hell out of me, so I'm not quite as perky as my normal self. Um, that being said, I did want to put out a podcast anyway, simply because it has been a few weeks now since we've gotten one up. Part of the problem with that was, of course, it was the holidays, and it's more important to spend the time with the, the family and to do things. And so during my two weeks off, I took a couple of weeks of holidays. Uh, my two weeks off, I spent all of my time doing stuff with the family, which was absolutely fantastic. We had a great time. Uh, I did record a pseudo-mobile podcast during that time, but I didn't upload it. It was a my review of The Dark Knight after I'd watched it, and uh, I didn't put it on right away, which again, was just, I'll admit, plain laziness because I was having fun with the family doing other stuff, so I didn't put it up. And then a week later, well, it was old news by that time. And so I was thinking, well, there's not much point in putting it on at this at this time. And so I left it. And then the week after that, we were supposed to record. And again, with Sean's new work schedule, it's getting a little hard to coordinate between the two of us. And so he was working several nights. We couldn't do it. And then when he was finally free was when I got this Ebola, except instead of blood coming out of our very orifice, it's phlegm. And so I couldn't record last week because of this. And uh, this week now, he's busy with a whole bunch of stuff. Um, tonight, it's his mother's birthday today. So there, he's been spending time with her as he should. So happy, happy birthday, Sean's mom. Um, I do hope that you have a nice day. Uh, that being said, again, I did want to get something out at least. We may record something this weekend anyways. Uh, I'm hoping that we get a chance to. Um, regardless, though, I did want to get at least something out. Um, and especially now, <laughs> with what's old is new, with Heath Ledger having won the Golden Globe for the uh, his portrayal of the Joker and the Dark Knight. Um, it's actually not a bad time now to put my review up. So thankfully I didn't ditch it. I still have it. The quality is not the best because I was actually using my iPhone to record it. Um, I was actually sitting at the desk at the time, but I was playing WoW. So I uh, I didn't want to tax the system too much, so I just used the... Uh, the, the, the iPhone. The the funny thing is, is of course, I'm playing while I'm giving my review. That's how dedicated I am to, to WoW or to the review. It's hard to tell. Um, but I will actually play that a little later on. Um, I stand by everything I've said. I've since seen the movie twice now. Um, 
the the first time I watched it was with a good neighbor of mine, and we sat down and we watched. I bought both Blu-rays of the Batman Begins as well as the Dark Knight, and we had a guys night movie night here watching them on the big screen, and uh, we watched the Batman Begins with uh, my youngest, and then after he'd hit the sack. Um, my neighbor and I watched The Dark Knight. Uh, we both enjoyed uh, both of them, obviously. Um, but I have some comments that I, I'll, I'll, I'll let you wait until I, I actually play the clip. Um, but it's I'm I still feel now, having watched it again, because I watched it with uh, my wife and, and, and daughter afterwards, and my son who hadn't seen it. Um, because they weren't allowed in the, the guy's night. Um, but I uh, watched it again, and everything that I felt the first time, I still still holds true the second time, that though it is a very good show, I don't think it holds up to the first one. Um, and it is very much a film just for Heath Ledger. That being said as well, um, I, I feel that he did a fantastic job. Yes, he did. However... I think that they've overblown it. The media has blown it way out of proportion, and his death death help them use that as a tool, which is wrong, but we know full well that that's what they do. Um, and so I don't quite agree with how much has been blown out of proportion. Whether or not he deserves the Oscar, even, I would have to see who he's up against and also make sure that I see those shows to see whether or not it's actually well-deserved. Again, yes, he did a phenomenal job. He did. But it's it's not the best acting I've ever... I shouldn't say best acting. It's not the best role I, I've seen. It's like... It's not necessarily something that should be at the level of attention that it's getting. Maybe that's how I should say it. Again, not to say it wasn't good. But anyways, I'll leave all my comments for the um, in the clip, and I'll play a little later on. And in the clip, I'm not sick, so I actually sound normal, not like this. <laughs> the uh, The new year was interesting here. We... Uh, we basically took it easy with the kids. Wife and I are getting too old to go out to the bars and get sloshed on uh, on New Year's Eve. Uh, so we spent it here with the family, which is more important. And we uh, watched movies. And actually, that's the night that we watched the uh, the Dark Knight. And um, we also uh, played some rock band, quite a bit of rock band actually. And we had a lot of fun. And rock band ended. And when we looked at the clock in the living room, it was showing ten two to midnight, of course. And so we thought, okay, well, we'll pause it here and we'll get the champagne and the kids' ginger ale ready for uh, for the midnight toast. And I excused myself and had to go to the washroom. So I go upstairs and I'm sitting down. And of course, I've got my iPhone with me. And so I click the iPhone to check what the exact time is. No word of a lie. I'm sitting on the crapper and it's 11.57. And I'm like, oh, shit. And the irony is, you know, obvious. So, needless to say, it was a very fast dump. <laughs> I took my time washing my hands, and then I'm rushing downstairs. The wife was wrestling with the bottle of champagne, and I had to help, and I literally had her glass poured, and I had half of mine poured, and it was midnight. So I just made it under the wire. But it's funny, because I almost rang in the new year on the crapper. It was, like, really, really close. In fact, had I not looked at the iPhone... This was the kind that would have taken a little bit longer. Not to go into details, but uh, but yeah. 
So that was uh, New Year's Eve here and uh, New Year's morning. So we had a lot of fun. The family's all doing well. The interesting things, of course, around the time that we would have been discussing more last week would have been a lot of the attention that the sites are giving, of course, to everything of the previous year. Game of the Year, Movies of the Year, and whatnot. Um, a lot of attention going to um, Follow 3. A lot of attention going to, <clears throat> pardon me, Little Big Planet. Um, even Fable 2, which kind of surprised me because, yeah, there was a lot of hype leading up to it. Tons of hype. Um, however, even though it did receive a lot of favorable reviews, there was a lot of things, too, that weren't that great about it and that being said i certainly would not have voted it for game of the year however if you go to joysticks top 10 they gave it the top billing which again i don't feel it deserves the top billing um you got a lot of for the ps3 like the um Grand Theft Auto 4, um, Metal Gear Solid 4 and whatnot, and for the uh, 360, of course, Gears of War, um, and uh, Left 4 Dead, also getting a lot of attention. Um, personally, I would be, excuse me, I didn't play Fallout 3, but one of my coworkers <laughs> tells me about it every single day, and it's it's and I've heard quite a bit about it from Sean as well and from, from other people and read a lot, and it's one of the games knowing knowing Bethesda, knowing um, how much I got sucked into Morrowind and Oblivion, I know that I would get sucked into this. I can't personally say that I've played it and so I give it a high rating, but there's this feeling that I would not be disappointed. It's one of the games, if I could put it this way, it's one of the games of 2008 that I would like to play the most. Um, right behind that being um, Metal Gear Solid 4 and um, Grand Theft Auto 4 um, and then um, Left 4 Dead as well, I'd like to uh, to, to play. Um, but for games of the year that I enjoyed the most, I would have to say that the the one that I was the most excited about, which if you go through the podcast will be quite obvious, is Little Big Planet. Um, I had um, a huge sack boy for it, and I couldn't wait for it. I was very happy when it came out, and I was not disappointed. I, in, in the game, there were aspects later on with the nickel and diming of suits and whatnot, um, the server instability, different things like that, which you kind of got to expect to a certain degree when something of this magnitude comes out. Um, I, But the game itself was not disappointing. My son and I have had a blast playing it. We continue to play it. We continue to buy costumes for it, even though I bitch about it. I do buy the occasional costume, and actually so does he. He saves up his money and buys costumes that he's interested in. Um, so it is a game that I feel did hold up to its promise um, quite highly, like quite a bit. Um, the, the, the further in you got with the playing with others and with creating your own things, I came to realize real fast how much power there was in it. I'd expected it, <clears throat> but I got to see it as I played it. Um, and so it didn't disappoint in that way. And then, of course, there is Wrath of the Lich King for World of Warcraft, which, though it came out late in the year, the hype leading up to it um, could not possibly have gotten much higher. I mean, when you've got 12 million people playing just shy of 12 million, there's going to be a lot of hype. And seeing as it had been a couple of years since the last expansion, of course, there's going to be a lot of people waiting for new content, pretty much bored with what's already there, um, like I had been, which is why I'd taken the break as well. That being said, having played it, I haven't played it through to the end, um, 
Not by a long shot. There's a lot of people who really will cruise through content pretty fast. <laughs> but, uh, but I don't have the luxury of time like that. And so I find myself spending a lot more time, um, or taking more time, I should say, to, to get through content, to get through different things. And I've always been the kind, too, that I don't, because I've played the game so long, I know that if I rush to the end now and I don't enjoy it and it's just a rush to get to 80 and then a rush to get to the best gear, then I'm not going to have anything to do at the end. I'm going to get terribly bored with the either the faction grind or different kinds of grinds that the game then becomes, whereas if you take your time with it, the game becomes... Um, something that's a lot more fun. It's a getting through quests and whatnot. And I am finding, um, not to get too much into detail with uh, World of Warcraft, because of course we have the WoW dogs that we record, which is strictly WoW. Um, but again, it's a game that mentions the war is worth mentioning on this podcast if we're going to talk about games. Um, I'm finding that the quest lines, uh, some of them, not all of course, but some of them are fairly interesting in Northrend. And then the entire hero class um, with the Death Knight is actually very, very well done. It's not the best by any means, um, but it certainly is very good. Um, so I'm not disappointed in it. There's, there's parts of it that may be a little disappointing um case in point it is very easy um i haven't been through all of the instances by any means however the ones that i've done are fairly easy so i know that down the road it's going to continue to stay that way now that being said well uh, blizzard has already said that they know that it's easy and they're gonna be ramping it up so when the next patch the large one 3.1 comes out with Alduar, that's going to be harder than uh next ramus is right now um so it's basically ramping it up so that more of the casual players can enjoy the game as well what was happening is that the the very very difficult dungeons that were taking up most of Blizzard's time designing these phenomenal instances that they would like everybody to see quite a small percentage of their player base were ever getting to see those because they were so difficult so catering to the um, as they like to call themselves hardcore players was actually detrimental to them whereas if they can make it so that more of the again what they call the casual players can see this end game content then more people are actually getting to see what they're spending months and years in some cases building so it makes economic sense um i am looking forward to seeing more there's a lot of things that i didn't bother doing that i could have but i didn't not so much because i'm a casual gamer i do do a lot of gaming and if i really wanted to suck as much time in as it takes to do it i could um but I don't want to. There's different grinds, different things that I don't want to do. Grinding for gear to me is pointless because I know that as soon as the next expansion comes out, that gear is useless and just sharded. So there's not much point to it. Um, so again, going back to play the game because you enjoy playing it, I'm enjoying playing the quests, uh, doing the quests and things like that. So I'm going to stick with it. So it is a game that I would rank fairly high in game of the year, even though it was only out in, uh, in November. Which then leads us to most anticipated games of 2009. Now, the thing with this is that you've got 
you don't always know release dates. There's different games that are, of course, going to be fairly high on a list if you're thinking about it, such as StarCraft 2. Um, even more so for me would be a Diablo 3. Um, you've got Bioshock 2. Um, Uncharted 2, which I still haven't played the first one, but having seen the trailers for 2 and having heard how Naughty Dog is now going to be using 100% of the processing power from the PS3 for Uncharted 2, yeah, it's a game that I want to play. Um, and then potentially a Zelda, finally, for the Wii. I, I can't believe that I may actually play my Wii in 2009. That would be, be pretty goddamn cool. Um, I'd have to actually dust it off, um, charge the batteries, um, learn to play it again, but it would be fun. It, I would enjoy that. So um, in terms of movies of the year, it, it, the movies of the year, we really... Normally, the wife and I watch a lot more more movies, um, like um, without the kids kind of thing. Um, but this year, I, I, we had so many TV shows. Like, it's not that we watch a lot of TV shows, but we tend to PVR them. Um, and so on weekends, instead of watching a movie like we traditionally do, we were getting caught up on TV shows. And it's just that we were trying some new TV shows that we hadn't previously watched. Um, and so because of that, we didn't watch that many shows. Um, and most of the ones that we watched tended to be family movies, or there were, there were a slew of comic book movies, The Incredible Hulk, The Iron Man, um, the, the Dark Knight. Um, and then there were, of course, the kids' movies like like your Wally and your Kung Fu Panda and things like that, the Hellboy 2, and then it can go on. Um, it, it, <laughs> it was almost as if, as well, we didn't watch many intelligent movies this year. Now, I don't know if that was just a fluke <laughs> or if we just needed a year of not thinking. Who knows? Um, but we didn't watch a lot of the... The, the more intelligent movies this year, which is which is fine. Normally we do. We watch a lot of movies normally. Um, so for this year here, um, I, I think that I really enjoyed um, Iron Man a lot. I, I've watched it. I don't know. It sounds ridiculous. I mean, it's a comic book movie. Normally I don't give them too much credit. But I've seen it like four times now with different people. And I'm not getting tired of it, which to me speaks volumes. Um, I think that had it just been an eye candy movie where it was all about him in the costume, I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it more. But they played the character and they gave him a story and they made him more real and it was more about him. And I, re- I like that. I, I like good writing. So it was it was something that I really did enjoy. Um, I did enjoy The Dark Knight, um, even though there were things about it that I didn't like quite as much. I still did like it. Um, I loved Wally. I said that before. I was talking to somebody about it today. I thought Wally was a fantastic movie. <clears throat> and I'm looking forward to watching it again and again. And then there is um, movies like Kung Fu Panda, which I certainly wouldn't put at the top of a, a best of the year kind of thing. But man, I love that show. And it's, it's brought to mind again because we just watched it on Blu-ray uh, a couple of days ago. The wife rented, uh, bought it on Blu-ray and we watched it on the big screen and it looks fantastic. It sounds great. And it's just a really good show. We really liked it. Um, even if it is basically Star Wars, it's, it's a good show. So movies for next year that I'm looking forward to, I, there's not too many that I'm really 
looking forward to. I, there's, I'm sure there's some good ones. We haven't been really keeping up with a lot of the trailers, which is sad. But again, we PVR everything, so we fast forward through everything. So I'm really not getting caught up on the new movies. But I'm going to have to make sure to, to be uh, checking out what's new. I do want to watch more movies this year and less TV. Um, we're kind of cutting back on different shows that we used to watch that were not anymore like uh, say your CSI Miami kind of thing um, but then again it's being replaced by um, Eli Stone which they brought back again this year and we didn't know they'd brought it back and as soon as I saw they were I went and I downloaded all the back uh, episodes to get caught up with this season because I, I, I strongly feel that the first season of Eli Stone last year was among the best TV that there was um, and then seeing it again this year though there's parts of it that I'm not enjoying quite as much like the um, the fact that they're really making it clear that these are signs from God kind of thing, unless that's part of his vision. Um, I'm, I'm not quite as much into that. But anyways, it's still it's still a fantastic show. So we, we got completely caught up with that, and now we can't wait to watch the rest of the episodes. Uh, and then there's the, of course, Big Bang Theory. And, uh, and even though Four and a Half Men has not seen much growth this year, not that it normally does, um, it's still, it's kind of, it, it's it's a staple that we watch, um, but it's, I'm hoping that they they do more with it than they have so far this year. Um, unlike our, um, Big Bang Theory, which has been doing phenomenal. Their, their, their stories have been hilarious, has been well worth watching. Um, and then, of course, we definitely will be watching more of CSI Vegas with uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Other than that, there's not too much TV-wise. I've given up on Heroes. Um, I haven't watched it for quite a while now, and I feel much better for it. Um, of course, Battlestar Galactica will be starting up soon, and that's going to take up a pretty big chunk of my time because I'm definitely going to be making sure to watch those. Um, I've got the daughter hooked on One of my daughters hooked on it now, too, so I'm sure she's going to want to be watching it with me as well. So that's pretty much it anyways. The uh, All of the news and different things we can uh, put on hold until we get Sean back and get back into our groove, so to speak. Um, I am going to play the Batman review, the Dark Knight review that I had uh, recorded. May as well make use of it. And I will let it go at this. Um, same as always, if you guys have any comments or questions or suggestions or, or clips or whatever that you'd like to record, um, you can send them to buddhistbarandgrill at gmail.com. If you're sending any kind of audio clips, try to keep it down to a couple of minutes and keep it to a nice clear sound. Um, I'd like to thank everybody for their kind comments and everything so far. We have been having a lot of fun with this. I am looking forward to getting back into a regular groove with it very soon. Hopefully I'm going to be over this damn cold soon as well. If you would like to uh, check me out on Facebook, uh, Buddhist Bar is on Facebook at buddhist bar and on twitter i am listed as zen buddhist and that's pretty much it if you would like to help to contribute to the show um, you're going to see a nice little donate button at the end of each uh, show notes post at buddhistbarandgrill.com and that's it for tonight i will talk to you guys later enjoy the uh, dark night review take care bye bye testing one two Hey all, this is Buddha from Buddha's Bar and Grill with a mobile park.
Ah. Hey all, this is Buddha from Buddha's Bar and Grill with a mobile podcast. Uh, it's actually, I'm sitting at the computer, but I've got WoW open, and I am just about to get my flight form, because I finally dinged 68. I've been dying to fly again. I've got a um, level uh, 70 Alliance Druid that has the epic flight form. However, I this... Um, Horde Druid is only level, well, as I just said, 68. I've been working towards getting her to 80 instead of the Alliance one so that I can play on the same realm as uh, Sean. Um, that being said, I have so missed flight form. It's unbelievable. And I've been dying to get off this fucking rock in Outlands. I just hate it. Uh, I've done all these quests. I'm tired of it. I just want to get the hell off into Northrend, and I finally can. And I'm just getting the skills now, and oh! Okay, and now I'm going to be heading over to Outlands to sell some crap and to uh, get ready to go hearth over. Uh, but that's not the reason for the um, the mobile cast, actually. The the reason for the mobile cast is that... Oh, look, I can fly! Oh. I'll have to clean that up. Um, anyways, the reason for the mobile cast is because I had my uh, Batman night last night. My uh, A good neighbor of mine... And I sat down, and Tristan for the first one, we sat down to watch um, the two last Batman. So we watched Batman Begins and then The Dark Knight. Uh, Tristan only had time to watch um, the uh, the first one with us. Uh, and he'll be watching The Dark Knight with us, uh, with me another time. And actually having watched it too, I he is old enough to be able to watch it. There's nothing that disturbing actually in it. Um, like of course like the the Heath Ledger's performance was very good and but it's nothing that I don't I don't think it's anything that would give a child nightmares you know what I mean um so I I see here's my take on the movie too I believe that it was way overhyped um that's not to say that I didn't enjoy it but I do feel it was way overhyped um I watched it, like I said, back to back with Batman Begins. Now, granted, Batman Begins had something special about it simply because it was a retelling of the story again. Uh, and when, whenever that happens, you have that thrill of how it all started. So that makes for a very good movie. Um, and that's, of course, what I found with Batman Begins. They did a very, very good job. Christopher Nolan did a fantastic job of of really sucking you into the plausibility that this could happen. The acting was phenomenal. I mean, if you look at the talent in that movie alone, the first one, it was phenomenal. Um, I mean, you got Morgan Freeman, you got, um, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Michael Caine. Um, the, and then even just bit actors. I mean, you got Gary Oldman, not a bit, he wasn't one of the bit actors, but I'm just saying, like, there was a lot of incredible talent in that movie. Um, and again, a lot of them were back in the second one, so that's not to imply that there was no talent in the second one either. There most certainly was. Um, I don't like the fact... See, here's one of my big things with movies, too. I will lend you my belief, regardless of what the movie is, um, for that hour and a half to two hours. You've got it. All right, I will, whether it's a man in a bat costume, Spider-Man costume, any kind of idiotic crap, I will let you, I'll, I'll give you my belief for that time. 
so long as you don't take me out of the movie. And by that I mean, um, if it's very poorly written, well, that's going to take me out, obviously. If it is, um, if the casting isn't right, if the actors are bad, if, um, you know, any of those things, that takes you out of the movie that 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 suspends that belief um now i've mentioned this before where if casting is not quite right or 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 um well like i was saying just recently with wally where they used a real life actor for the the, the president the past president and that takes you right out i first i don't even i don't agree with who they cast first of all but the fact is as well that the um, the use of someone real really takes you out of the animated world. Well, in this case here, I feel that whenever you have um, a movie and there is a recurring character, unless it's a character that is you know is going to change with each movie, like the Batmans. I mean, you're never going to have the same people for the Batmans. I mean, maybe for a couple in a row, but never all of them. Um, however, when you have supporting characters who change, you can't help but keep thinking about the fact that it's not the same person. So they brought back a lot of the same actors for the um, Batman Begin or sorry, the Dark Knight. Um, however, the character of Rachel, well, I don't know if Katie Holmes, you know, was asking too much money or if her psychotic Scientologist husband didn't want her to take the part. Who knows? Could be any number of things. Um, but I, you have a different actress. That being said, as well, it's I, I wasn't crazy about that actress. There, um, I can't. I don't know her name, um, but I really I don't like her. I, don't, I I'm not crazy about her acting. And on top of that, and it's not to sound petty, but. I find she's an odd-looking woman. I can't help but keep staring at her and say, she looks like she's a 67-year-old woman stuck in a 30-some-odd-year-old body. I don't. She just she has an odd look about her. Now, that's not to say that Katie Holmes is any prize either. either. I mean, in some light, yeah, she's not bad. But there's a shot in Batman Begins where she is looking up at him and kissing um, Christian Bale. And she's like, her eyes look like they belong on Sylvester. It's like somebody took Sylvester Stallone's eyes and put her on. They're all droopy. And her mouth is crooked as all hell. You wouldn't want to hang a picture and level it using her mouth as a level. Because it's crooked as all hell. Um, but, and again, that's not to, not to be shallow. Uh, it's just to say, like, the, I my point <laughs> is that they should have gotten Katie Holmes back. And if they can't get Katie Holmes back, then don't write the part as if it's the same character. Because it's not. And we're going to have a very, very hard time believing that it is. And every time I saw her, it took me out of it. And I... Again, you can't help but think oh, that's not the same woman. It's not who it's supposed to be, and and she looks weird, and oh, <laughs> that's tough. Um, so, anyways, the the getting back to my my point that I I feel the movie was overhyped. Um, it was a very good show. I don't feel it comes close to Batman Begins, um, but again, I feel that it was overhyped. Heath Ledger's performance was phenomenal. I will say that. However, again, I feel that was overhyped. And I feel it was overhyped 
as well, largely because of his death. Um, because anytime you get something like that, people pounce on that, and then all of a sudden their last performance is just there, there could be no wrong. In this case here, it, it, it's true that honestly looking at the role, he didn't do anything wrong. The, the, he played the role perfectly. He played the role. You At no point do you see um, Heath Ledger from other movies in that role. He, he nailed it, without a doubt. Um, but, I mean, it's not like it's... It's not a role that you really find yourself caring for the person or even... I, I couldn't even find myself wanting to know the backstory of him. Now, perhaps that's because of the... Um, the whole backstory of the Joker that, you know, we've seen this so often with the Joker and with the, between the animated cartoons and the, the real life movies and everything else that really, uh, it's, I, I, I find it hard to be bothered to, to care about the character that much that I'm going to invest myself and want to know the backstory. Um, but, but again, he played it very well, but again, I do believe it was overhyped. Um, Christian Bale was all right. But he was um, far less interesting in this one than he was in the first one. Um, also, the that deep, gravelly voices that he uses when he's Batman. This is annoying. It makes me laugh whenever he does that. Either don't talk, say very little, or use your own voice. I mean, if we can suspend belief whenever we see a Superman movie and that people will not recognize him with glasses as opposed to off, then we can believe that with a mask using the same voice, people won't recognize you based on your voice. It's the same thing as the Spider-Man's where he uses the same voice and people don't recognize him. Well... Use your voice, for Christ's sakes. This is not believable. Nobody talks like that. So, <laughs> that made me laugh again. The there's, there's a lot of good things about The Dark Knight that I really enjoyed. Actually, many of which weren't even story-driven. They were, well, ex with the exception, of course, of, again, Heath Ledger's performance was very fun to watch. Um, but the, um, the cinematography in this movie is absolutely stunning. Um, having been filmed for IMAX, a lot of the, um, if you're watching the, the Blu-ray, on a big screen, you're going to notice it especially, um, which is how I watch it on my 50-inch plasma. Where in the certain IMAX scenes fill the entire screen and then the rest of the movie is letterbox. Um, and those, oh, and if you hear a lot of crashing in the background, it's the dogs playing and having fun. Pay it no mind, I try not to. But anyways, the um, those scenes that are the IMAX scenes, again, on Blu-ray on a big plasma of 1080, um, it was incredible really really absolutely amazing i was very impressed with that and that sucks you into that world when you're looking at it from the the you know the sky an angles when you're when he's in the city the top of the cities uh cityscapes and whatnot um it's phenomenal it just looks gorgeous um and again you you can you feel yourself sucked into that world, which is fantastic. Um, and then you see Rachel and it's all gone. Um, the other thing is the... I felt that... I, I know that they they wove the Harvey Dent story in there so that, you know, it would be more going on and, and the history of Two-Face and, and, and all that crap. But I felt it suffered the Spider-Man 3 syndrome of having too many villains. And yeah, he starts off as a good guy, but I mean, you can't, you know, start killing people and 
be considered still a good guy. You're not. Um, they had too many villains at the end. Even though it was only the Joker and um, and uh, Two-Face, uh, it was still too much, especially considering you've got all of the side players, um, which are uh, like, uh, what's his name, Eric Roberts, the, the, the mafia bosses and the different things like that. Then you've got... You've got too many people vying for the spot of top villain, which nobody can even touch. Heath Ledger's a Joker in the, in the movie, um, but the, it was it was too much. I think it would have been better had they kept the story very simple with just the um, the uh, the Joker and Batman, um, and maybe given us more a, of a history of the joker um it might have felt a little too familiar to um the first batman that had uh michael keaton which was the story which had the story of um how the joker became the joker so it might have but again you had the uh, you had the option of changing it up so that it doesn't feel like that so it is different um and again we're willing to let go of our, you know, rational common sense so that we can enjoy a story. So we're willing to let you reinvent it like you reinvented the Batman. I felt by doing the, the Harvey Dent that they really pushed it too far into the land of, again, having too many villains. That being said, again, it was a good movie. I did enjoy it. I will be watching it again because I'm going to be watching it with my uh, with Tristan as well as, the, well, the wife hasn't seen it yet, so we're going to watch it with Karen as well. So there's a lot of things about it that I, I am looking forward to um, to picking up a second time around. But I do know that there will be other things that I won't be enjoying because, pardon me, because I didn't enjoy them the first time. I'm not likely to enjoy them a second time. So it'll be interesting to see what I take from the second viewing. And I'm going to call it a wrap. That's basically all I wanted to give you was just a little, a little review of... Uh, of the Batman Begins, and to say that I'm finally in Northrend. Woohoo! Wow, reference for the win. Talk to you guys later. Bye bye.